listening to She Speaks Bravo. I'm Emily, and I have been using Bravo as an antidote to all of my problems for the last mm, 15 years. Needless to say, I'm an absolute mess. Tune in if you're interested in recaps, gossip, latest news, and overanalyzation of all our favorite Bravo shows. I also touch on other reality television and occasionally get into some scripted stuff. If you like what you hear, please rate me five stars, leave a nice review, and also, if you really love it, subscribe. Ah, that would be amazing. All right, guys, enjoy the show. Hi, Pia. Hi. 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 Hey, everyone. Um, We are finally at the end of this season of Summer House. And Pia, we've done it together. Oh my gosh, like the whole season, the whole season. And Curtis was with us for part of it. That was a fun experiment for me to realize that it is um, a lot of work to have two consistent guests every week. Yeah, I don't envy your uh-huh. situation. Like, again, I say it every time. I'm like, the way you roll stuff out, I'm like, mm, couldn't, mm. couldn't, couldn't be me. Um, but I want to thank you so much for for joining me for this. And then we have Beverly Hills. Oh, I know. Oh, God. And Beverly. A preview has Bravo TV on um, their Instagram. They just released a little preview of what's to come. And it has to do with the Elton John charity debacle. You were right on the money with that. We are just milking that, aren't we? And Sutton brings some receipts. And it's going <laughs> to... I like I get that last season we got all the Erica stuff. Yeah, but I love this petty shit. Th- that's the, that's the thing. That's what that's what we are tuning in for. We are tuning in for petty. Like when they get to like, I want to actually ruin your personal life. Like maybe your kids are going to get taken away from you. Like that kind of like icky stuff. I, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah, that's too far. I feel responsible because you're doing it for my entertainment. And I don't want that. Please don't do that for me because I don't want it. (laughs) Like, I just want petty stuff, petty stuff that we can all bounce back from, like an Elton John charity event, like you not paying for it. Like, that's not going to be the end of the world. That's not going to kill you. But it's going to give me quite the entertainment. Especially (laughs) since it has to do like. In the preview, Sutton is showing receipts of like the the dollar amount that she spent. And it's like eleven thousand dollars. I'm like, yes. The thing is, I never doubted that Sutton actually paid for them because it's like, why would she say something so bold like that? That could be easily looked up. So I knew the whole time that was true. It could be one of those things where Lisa didn't realize. I mean, how could she not that? I think that they're in the circles long enough to know that when you go to a charity event, the tables are bought. So I have a feeling that like Lisa had been mooching off people so long. Oh, yeah. Getting invites for so long that she actually didn't realize that someone did buy this table, Lisa. Like you got invited because like, I don't know, your agent or something. I don't know. But Lisa's been mooching off of people and make making the phone calls and like getting invites that like oh, back doorway for so you long. Know, she, and you like, know, she doesn't actually realize I could. I don't see Lisa Rinna paying for something that expensive. I could see her being like, I'm going to get to the event on someone else's dime. 
A hundred percent. hundred percent. Did she probably, but yeah, I think she does it so often that she probably didn't even remember that. And then when Sutton brought it up, it was kind of like for her, like, what? <laughs> I'm so excited. I <laughs> like, uh, and here's the thing. People keep DMing me saying like, this is going to be Lisa's last season, right? This has to be. Like, no, I nope. doubt it. No, nope. I doubt it. I doubt it's going to be her last season because she's the thing is with someone like Lisa Rinna, she doesn't get embarrassed. No, that's she, that's, that's the that's why she is so powerful. Exactly. She doesn't get embarrassed. So for someone else, this might be like very reputate, like hurt their reputation or they, this makes <laughs> that this might be embarrassed them. But not for Lisa. This for if Lisa, she's like, this is just secured my bag. I'm going to really, be on for another season. Like she doesn't she, care. She actually really does believe any press is good press. She is we, the epitome of that. There could be a story about her taking a shit in the middle of the road and she'd be like, this is going to be great TV. Yep. It's she, she just, not, and you know what? It, that is what you need to, that's how you have to be actually to be a successful reality star. You can't have any shame. You really cannot get easily embarrassed because you, the, the only way you can be successful is if you have embarrassing moments at some point. And if you're afraid of that, if you're re- playing a scared game, you're not going to be able to like have a good storylines. It's just not going to be, it's not going to be watchable. For longevity on reality television, you have to be willing to be embarrassed and just keep coming back. Absolutely. That's the name of the game. Speaking of being willing to be embarrassed, let's go to Summer House and show like Lindsay's a prime example of that. Lindsay has been embarrassed so many times and made an ass of herself so many times. And then you've got Paige, who's tried so hard to stay contained and perfect and measured and yeah. we're, see- we're seeing how she, that we're, is see- we're seeing not her on. Un- yeah, she's unraveling. And Andy is so-, so bored with her. He's like, I think that. And yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think Andy was happy with her this entire reunion, Ugh. because if he was happy with like the way that she was behaving, he would be more like, you know, catty and like playing into it more. He's calling it out. And then it's like it's literally they could put a sound one of those like soundtrack things on like with crickets like that was the whole reunion for me. Every time he cut to her, it was. Yeah, it was just like literally I could hear the crickets. It was so I agree. awkward. All right. So at the top, we we continue with Danielle talking about Sierra not reaching out after she saw the footage like the trailer basically the trailer is released and there's the slow-mo of the glass hitting Danielle and that's when Sierra realized like oh my god I I threw the glass I didn't just throw yeah mine and she and Sierra admits like I should have reached out when the trailer dropped I should have reached out when I saw the slow-mo and um uh I I think that I get that Sierra was really embarrassed at her behavior, but it it still feels like she's resisting owning it. Oh, she 100 percent is because she's still like I keep saying she has this thing where she can't let go of her narrative that she's created, that her friends have backed her in, that she's the victim in all of this. So if she even gives a bit 
of remorse or like accountability, I should say is a better word. It makes her feel like she's somehow also a villain, which she is. Yeah, they all are. And none of the, and I don't think any single person in that house is, has clean hands. And, and, but the problem is I feel like other people are willing to acknowledge that. And Sierra is just adamant that she is like, it's one of the, it's like they get on Lindsay about like the, the uh, apology, not apology situation, but that's what she does. Sierra as well, but no one wants to call her out for it, which is frustrating as a viewer. She's doing the same thing. It's like, you made me feel ostracized or um, dismissed. Therefore, that's why I threw the wine and happened to also throw the wine glass, did not even realizing because that's the point you pushed me to. That's not fair to say you're responsible for your own actions. And a lot of that is because of the situation you put yourself in with this whole Austin thing. It's 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 insane to me that she can't step back after all this time and see her part that she's played and just really own up to it. She and but you know what? I can see that because she has Amanda and Paige up her ass and Maya. I hate to say I love Maya, but Maya is really coddling Sierra here, Damn. especially in part wow. two. Wow, this it, is it was gotten- really it was really disappointing for me the, how how up up Sierra's but Maya was it really reminded me of how Sierra was with Hannah last season at the reunion it's almost a mirror image damn and speaking of what you just said she immediately goes into the explanation of why she was so heated going into the dinner like she kind of slowly apologizes sort of and then she's like the reason why I was so heated and starts to cry is, you know, Lindsay going around telling people and this this already was not accurate. Lindsay was telling people, quote unquote, that she slept with Austin. It's OK, mis- hold on. Misleading. It's misleading. I, the editors really did Lindsay dirty in this second part of the or the whole reunion, both parts of the reunion, because oh. the way they strung it together is they made it seem like Lindsay was, quote, telling people she told Ka- her friends, Kyle and Carl. Yes. Kyle went and gossiped to his wife's friends who are apparently anti Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And then they told Sierra and it made it seem like Lindsay was telling people but Lindsay told Kyle and Carl, like, yeah, like, you know, we skinny dipped and slept in bed naked together. I would have hooked up with him, but he passed out. Now, was this shysty and shady and whatever? Fine. Yes. But I also would like to point out if we're caught where we've been doing this a million times and this is the last time I will measure this because I'm exhausted of this conversation. Right. Um, Lindsay and Austin have had their weird dynamic for four whole years. Sierra came in in the middle of their dynamic and kind of er interrupted that. So for for Lindsay, she had her own thing going with Austin that Sierra interrupted. That's that's what I've been. Thank you for saying that, Emily, because, you know, that's what I keep wanting people to like remember. So she has her her goal has been to kind of get Austin anyway, like he's finally done with Madison. And then they kind of seem like they could finally have a thing. Sierra was like a quick fling. Yeah, that's that's I think that's my biggest. And they all they all share 
relationships like they Danielle all- and Carl were oh. in a re- whole relationship. So I think for Lindsay, like her best friend, Danielle, used to date Carl. And she's hooked up with Carl in the past. She is currently in a serious relationship with Carl presently. And her friend is completely fine with it. And that was an actual real ass relationship Danielle and Carl had, you know. And so I think for Lindsay, like in their friendship dynamics, like as long as you're open and open about like what you're doing, it's fine. And that's okay if it's not doesn't work for everyone else. But again, to be fair, then Sierra, then you should never have even entered into anything with Austin if that's how you feel about like friends sharing partners, because technically Lindsay had a thing with Austin before that and you knew it. So if you don't want to play that messy game of people sharing partners and, you know, flip flopping with different like friends, then you should never enter the game. That's my that's my she's she's just so one sided. It's just everything has to be according to her feelings and how she feels, but it doesn't matter about everybody else's feelings. And she, but she wants to say, and that's she, the exact same thing that she says, Lindsay does. That's what I'm, yeah. It's, I'm it's like, so frustrating as a viewer and it's frustrating when other people don't see it too, because it's like, I'm not, I'm like, take, t- I don't care if you don't like Lindsay. I'm just saying, take what Sierra keeps saying and like, and actually write it out and see and see that she's doing the exact same thing that she says that she doesn't like. I don't care if you don't like Lindsay. You could not like Lindsay and still see that Sierra is not holding herself to her own standards. That's all I'm saying. Like, you can still say Lindsay is messy, hate her, blah, blah, blah. But that actually has nothing to do with the point that we're making that Sierra is not being true to what she says that she holds herself to. That's all. And I'm really, really disappointed that Kyle took what Lindsay said and went and told the girls in a way that was going to, of course, upset them and aggravate the situation. I'm upset with that as well, because then they want to later on claim that Lindsay does this, does that. See, they keep doing the things they Lindsay, they hold Lindsay to a whole other standard than they hold themselves to. So they get they complain that Lindsay holds on to information, says it during filming. But yet mm. Kyle, Kyle and them do shady stuff like that, too. Like you, you knew Ooh, good point. You, you knew that Lindsay Ooh. told you and Carl separately and you went and you told the girls on camera knowing the dynamics in the house. Okay. So what did you think was going to happen? It's just guys, you cannot sit here and all chastise Lindsay, Lindsay for doing things for a show. When you guys do the same thing, you guys do the same thing. Oh yeah. Cause we're going to get into this further because I knew as soon as this whole thing about when Paige brought up, like you do this stuff for camera, I was like, Pia is going to know some more examples because you're good at like you're good at tallying stuff up like that. I already have a few examples of my own, but you're even better. Okay, so Andy goes, where do we go from here? He always has to ask that, but it's like always awkward. Yeah, I like Lindsay goes, look, I I know that I played a part in this, but I I don't think it's fair that I'm the only one taking any responsibility. Um, You know, I know that you want to say that I that I was really dismissive of you when you tried to have one conversation with me and the editors then tried to splice in a package of three clips 
This is them doing her dirty. So the first clip was the one um, at the birthday party where she was wasted. Right. And, her birthday party, by the and, way, and, her and, birthday and, party. And it's after they'd been, been partying all day. This is the nighttime. And this is in front of people. And Sierra's like, Lindsay, can we talk? And she said, absolutely not. We have discussed this on the pod. It was not the right timing. So she's fine. I, she's and I And I. And I also just want to say one more time for anybody who hasn't heard our whole thing about Sierra and my whole thing is Sierra. It's not that Sierra doesn't try to talk to Lindsay about stuff. She picks the wrong moments to talk to Lindsay about stuff. And then when I say wrong moments, it's when alcohol is involved. That's never a good time to talk to somebody about something serious. If this is your true serious feelings, don't do it when we're drinking. Do it sober. Do it sober. Um, and then the next clip we saw, same thing. She was wasted. She was wasted in the bed with Danielle. And Sierra's like, can I talk to you, Lindsay? And again, she's like, you know, I don't think at that point, Lindsay had acknowledged to even herself the relationship she had with with Austin. I did mm -hmm. it. I did at this point say I wish Lindsay had said, look, we have a flirtation. We have a dynamic. Right. Whatever. Um, the flaw on Lindsay. Flaw on Lindsay. But again, yeah. she was too drunk that conversation should have happened maybe again the next day yeah and sierra was like look i know we were drunk last night or yesterday but i want to make sure like i have feelings for austin i'm worried whatever but again this third conversation they, th they the third clip they throw in is this unseen footage and we all freak out when we see unseen footage right across the screen we're like whoa what is it it's from the same night that craig yeah, that Craig was screaming at everybody because Lindsay told Calling Lindsay the biggest loser. Yeah. And so no one was acting right at that point. Right. And Lindsay was already being attacked and yelled at. So, yeah, so it she was already some big smoking gun. Right. And that's a, that's the annoying thing with editing. And like, again, going back to what Craig said on his stupid pillow tour in beers with Austin, the messy man um, saying that. Bravo producers give Lindsay a good edit. No, they do not. They do not give her a good edit. Like where? They don't give her a good edit. But the thing is, Lindsay is really good at TV. And when things come out, she's just like, yeah, yeah, that happened. Like, but you, everybody else likes to run away from their things and not completely like live in it. So I think that's why <laughs> she just bounces back from her bad edits better than most. I think it's true. She doesn't run away from it. Like yeah, said, she just goes, OK, yeah. Um, and then but Lindsay says she's like that speech at the Italian dinner was really nasty. And it, it was. was it was really nasty. And it, it goes back to part one when Sierra is tr going off again, saying your tone and the way that you say things and all that stuff. I'm like, did you hear yourself one while you're even telling Lindsay this and two at this Italian dinner like I remember when that clip first came out, Emily, you know how upset I was about that. I was like, it was not a read. That was just pure nastiness. And it wasn't even a read to me is when you're actually laying down facts. She's just laying down her emotions and being mean. That's not a read to me. That's just you just being a bitch. That's not a read. <laughs> you're just like saying things because to hurt someone's feelings. That's like I'm like a read is like, give me some like. Lisa Renna, you didn't pay for your things. And that's because you're, you're cheap. Like, I don't know, like something like 
factual, like things that actually happen, some like receipt papers, like nothing. You're just like, I don't like you. And you stole my boyfriend. Well, and then her apology is, I'm sorry that I had to apologize in a group setting in order to be heard. <laughs> my earphones popped out when you said that. I'm yes. I felt what? like you were unaware of how your actions made everyone feel or made me feel. And I was like, OK, well, um, I think that like I have I have gotten so fed up with a friend um, that I like exploded on them. Okay. And like, I've done that. I've done right. that where like I held it and I held it in. I held right. it because they weren't the most approachable friend. Mm-hmm. And then I like exploded. OK, usually when alcohol was involved. That's and nice. then and then I had to apologize. And yeah. I the apology was, look, while I do have things I need to say to you, I should never speak to you like that. Like, that's not how I should communicate with you. You don't deserve that. The things I'm feeling are just things I'm feeling that you do. And maybe you don't do them on purpose, but this is how I'm feeling. And I should have just come to you calmly and spoke to you, but you don't deserve to be spoken to in that way that made you feel attacked. That's how you apologize to someone. That's when you do something like that. And that's perfect, Emily. I've also I am a very explosive person and I'm working on that about myself because it's not the it's not okay to speak to people and explode on people, even if someone does something to you and maybe they have been doing something to you. It's still not right to explode on someone and unleash like that. And I am definitely like someone who does that. And I know that about myself and I'm constantly working on it. And I've done that to a friend as well. Little things kept adding up for me in, in that night and over actually time in general. And sh- this person said one tiny thing to me that out of context would be like, did not warrant the way that I unleashed. And I just blacked out. I said some horrible things, not like horrible where you couldn't come back from, but still like I gave them, I gave this person a tongue lashing and in front of people. And that's even worse because it felt like that. And then we got into it. And for me, I move on really quickly. Not everyone does. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't moving on from it. She was still super upset. And we eventually sat down and had a real talk about it. And I really owned up to my part of it. I explained. I first just apologized. I just said, I'm sorry for how I acted, how I behaved. It wasn't right. And then I said, I do want to let you know how I got here. I explained what I, how I had been feeling and how I hadn't been articulating that, which is my own fault. And I let it build up. And I was like, even though that these are some of the things that I should have addressed with you, I unleashed on you. And that wasn't fair. See, because that's what you do. But Sierra barely really gets that out. It's still, yeah, it's, she doesn't get to that point. It's just like, well, this is, she just skips to the end, like end part, like you, like a person might have done something to you. And you still want to explain to them that part because you don't want them to walk away thinking, hey, they did nothing to you. But you want to still explain like, hey, there are some things that has been happening here in our relationship that I want to address. And that's how I kind of got there. It's not your fault that I got there because I should have also been addressing these things with you earlier on. Yeah, But she doesn't get to that wraparound like still my actions are my own fault yes uh and then 
you know, Andy reads like a viewer thing or something that's like, why was why weren't you more mad at Austin? And she's like, oh, he got an earful. Did he? A month Ma- later. And then Lindsay's like, is that when you guys hooked up? I was proud of her for that because I'm Good sorry, job, they, they, they came at her so much. Yeah, she deserved that one. She deserved that because if you're going to act as if because what she was trying to do is paint a picture of like, oh, don't worry. I'm not just putting Lindsay's feet to the fire. Austin also was held accountable as well. It just wasn't on camera, you know? Mm. No, that's not fair because then it, it she she paints. She's one of those people who likes to paint a one sided, like, you know, picture of some c- certain things because she wants to she's painting a picture to make herself like look like she's done everything right. Yeah. And she never ex- she doesn't want to admit the parts that she didn't do. She didn't do correctly. Yep. And it would have been better if she said, listen. As much as you want, I want to be an adult and be like, hold Austin accountable in the moment. I didn't because I, I I had feelings for him. So it was much harder for me to hold him accountable like I was holding Lindsay because we don't really have that type of relationship. So it was much easier for me to be mm. ang- angry with her and tell her off than it was for me to be angry with Austin because I was still working out my feelings. I was still working out if I wanted to make it work. So no, I didn't hold him accountable in the moment. It took me longer to get there. It's like, here's what really happened, because I've had toxic dynamics with guys. So she showed up and she was like, how fucking dare you embarrass me like that? And blah, 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 blah. And then he was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then he like kind of flirted with her. And definitely probably blamed Lindsay too. like, you know how she is. I don't want to be mean. It was her birthday. She was really excited for me to be there. I kind of got caught up into it. We were drinking and probably doing other things yeah. like drugs <laughs> yeah and she was like and he's like but you look so hot and then like that's it they just started boning easy yeah. breezy because it, it, when here's the here's the hard part when someone has cheated on you it, it either you're just because some women are different men yeah are different. And some people it's like gross you're disgusting to me i never can get over it right i when i was cheated on i wanted that person who cheated on me to fix it so like I want to have sex with them immediately. I know that sounds weird, but it's called like reclaiming your spouse. It's like okay. a, it's like a thing. And so I'm sure she wanted to fuck him. It's like reclaim. He's mine. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's a, a game of chess. Like Lindsay won and she needed to end, it needed to end on her. Yeah, you know what I mean? She needed another point because as much as she doesn't want to act like this was competitive, a part of it was I'm not and saying she, she didn't like Austin. I think she did. But a part of it was a game and game to her, whether she knew it uh, consciously or unconsciously or whatever. There was some competitiveness to it. And Lindsay being the last person to get something from Austin was not going to fly for her. It wasn't going to sit right with her. So she needed to. Get I should in. have paid more attention to this. But when did she what was the timeline? She said she said it was a month after filming. No, I think it was a month after the incident, maybe. Okay, so right before the wedding. Yeah, that's probably why she wanted to look good, too. Doesn't that make more sense? And that's why he that's okay. That's that's what I we had predicted that because then he yeah. showed up. He's like, I'm not getting mic'd. I will be destroyed. Like, yeah, I think that bad. happened right before the wedding, because it's one of those things, too. If you do all that 
messiness does happen because she's starting to become out of control before like when they were in Vermont she was so much in control she oh, was yeah a, she was a person that he well was she tiny. cried though too remember she like started crying like she lost control too yeah and I think that when I think she knew immediately after she had sex with Austin because it always happens like we've always. all been there like oh, so yeah. I oh, get yeah. I get the thing is we all get yeah, w- what Sierra did. It's just like we just want her to own it a little That's bit. That's the problem is we know it's kind of like when when you've been there, you know, you're like, we know what you're doing. You can't lie to us. Yeah. Like I've definitely been there many, many times. So it's like I know what you're thinking. I know why you did everything that you did. That's why you're not getting it away, getting away with it with me. Um, But I know that the moment that she had or like right after she had sex with Austin and I, I think that for him, it's he probably distanced himself too. Cause he was like, well, that was good. Like we're friends again, like whatever making up. And then she probably realized, Oh my God, this is never going to go anywhere. I've just made an idiot of myself yet again. I don't want anybody to know this. And at the wedding, she was like, it's that awkward feeling like, damn it. I fucked him again, but I don't want him to think that I'm like pining over him. I'm going to just like, look good. I want to make him like, it's just like these games. You start like imaginary games. You start playing with. Oh yes. Oh, completely. <laughs> it's completely imaginary. Like this other person is just, like, you're just like, mm. oh, like mortifying. it's It is. It's cringe. And that's why I hate dating. <laughs> dating is awful. Relationships are great. Dating is Dating is awful because it's the, that there are yeah. all these games that you play. That's why when you do find a good one and you don't have to play the games, that's how you know, because that's, that's what my know. my boyfriend I like I had come off of just being with a fuck boy and he was so hot and we were it was so much fun. But it was like the same things of like, oh, you don't like it was kind of like Paige. I feel like it was like more of a Paige and Craig situation at, at first where it's like we're having a good time. We're acting as if we're boyfriend, girlfriend, but not like, but he's saying like, but you don't really like, we don't want to like put labels on it. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't care. I don't care about that. Finally, that finally fizzles out, of course, as it does. And then I mean, I start talking to my boyfriend that uh, my current boyfriend and my only boyfriend, hopefully. <laughs> and, and I start doing the same type of stuff that I would do with this other guy. And I was like, you know, like, I remember we were out for like a, a day date and I was like, you know, you can like, I don't care. Like you can be talking to other people. Like it's like, I'm, I'm like, I'm chill. And he was like, oh, well, if that's how you want to be. Like, I don't think that this is going to be something for me because I'm not trying to do that. Like I'm only, I would, I like only want to date you. I'm Aww. not, that's not, that's, that's where I'm at. And I was like, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> I was like, well, me too. Like, I just kind of you're just, like, I just said that to I just protect want to myself. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to seem like clingy or like scare you away. But that is absolutely what I want. And when you realize you're dating someone who is act, like instead of pretending that you like are wanting something that you don't want and you actually just are honest in what you want and find a partner who is doing the same thing, it really works out. You're like, dang, this is this is okay. Now I don't feel like I'm like good. Every time we do something, I'm like, oh my God, did I like do that wrong? Are they going to stop talking to me? And like all these like insecurities that you have with dating. I was like, okay, this is normal. So that's a perfect segue because they go to the page and Craig package. And I forgot how ridiculous it was when they were sitting in her living room and she thought she was going to like bring up the topic of like, what were they? And he's like, 
rather than say what were they he's like i feel like you know we'll just keep hooking up and when it gets to the point where it's like ridiculous that you know we would hook up with other people then we'll just stop hooking up with other people it's like that isn't yeah that's finding anything that is so so what and it's like you know that he was at the stage of his relationship with her where it's like i do really like Paige, but i kind of like like a couple of other girls i'm not sure yet like she's she's a front runner uh-huh. But I'm not ready to like these other. I don't other want her girls. to act up. She might start acting weird if yeah, I like. like I'm not. Too much. Yeah, like I still have some other hotties on the side yeah. that I still want to kind of like. I yeah, but not quite sure yet. Not quite sure yet. There's always that defining moment where the guy, if it's like a fuckboy type of guy, they're like, they could like you. You never know. There that pendulum can swing any way. Like there's this like one defining thing that happens for them. And remember what he said in the car to her? He was like, you know, I don't know. Will that like fuck you up too much if I like have you meet my parents? And he meant that because I don't have like a label. (laughs) He like smirked about it. He was like, (laughs) because, you know, I'm going to fuck you up because I'm just like you. All you want is me. And like, I'm not sure. With a a guy like Craig, I feel like he's always it's always like um, like a point system for him, like are you good enough to be considered my girlfriend? Like, it's like, right? we're not like, I, you're not going to get a label for me until like you pass all these like little tests, like meeting my parents. Like, I got to see if I like you guys, you vibe with my family and like. And but Craig but, is so delusional. He has been since day one. Yeah. Also, quick thing. I keep thinking about and forgetting to bring up to you. How weird is it to me or to you that um, Craig broke up with his girlfriend? Uh, during the Vermont trip or like maybe after the Vermont, Vermont trip because he found out that she hung out with Madison. But now everybody's all cool with Madison. I, I don't know if that was if that was true or did he confirm that? He said it on the thing, because remember when uh, in Vermont, when his girlfriend called and he she's like, I'm sorry, you're gonna be mad. I just grabbed dinner with Madison. And he was like, you're so disgusting. This is such a turn. Like he was so pissed. Oh, God, and I don't I, remember that. That was on Winter House. Yeah, that was on Winter House. And wow, he was so he was so angry with her about it. And I believe that was like he was like he said something in his confessional, like this was like making him reevaluate, like if you wanted to be with somebody like that because of the whole like her grabbing dinner with Madison. But now they're all buddy buddy with Madison. Paige said Madison's one of her favorite on Southern Charm. So it's just so I'm I, if I'm just sorry, I mean, if I was his I have, ex-girlfriend, I, I would be like, so why can she be nice to Madison? Well, I have a feeling that that chick was more of a like uh, placeholder, like a clout chaser. Because okay. remember, Madison it was Madison was like he she fucked your friend, she fucked Austin, Austin. Mm-hmm. and so like I think that I think that he was already a little worried that she was just trying to like get on the show. I see. And so like then she's kind of like trying to angle and he's like, so wait, now you're friends with someone I'm not cool with. And that, so now that maybe makes they're sense. all cool. So it's a little less weird because like she probably paid probably only was cool with Madison because Craig was there as well. True. That's fair. Um, Here I am like defending Craig. I don't fucking care. No, that's not defending. See, again, we're fair. It's not defending. See? It's not defending. It's it's fat. You laid out some facts for me or some really good theories. That could lead to facts, right? 
And because I'm, she, I'm because okay that, with it. And I, because, I, I can pivot. I can pivot. I can pivot. That girl just she did. She came off thirsty. And that's what Madison was calling out. Madison yeah, and that, that like, actually oh. makes a lot of sense. So that perspective. So like, yeah, guys, give us a good perspective and we can change opinions. See? And guys, FYI, I want to keep reminding everyone that my email is always open. I got my first email, my first listener email today. It was very fun. Um, it's she oh, speaks, really? Yeah, it was fun. It's she speaks bravo at gmail.com right in. It's it's nice because it's just limited to the people that listen here. Are you willing um, to share what was in the email or no? it was it was just um, you're right. Why not? I'm going to tease it like I'm not going to. I know. I was like, I kind of want to know what was in the email. Um, it was. Oh, actually, I should. So if anyone is listening to our Beverly Hills recap, um, I will not say who this email is from. Obviously, I will keep them protected. Um, but we um, we have gotten a I totally agree with you about Dorit email. OK, OK, OK. Have I, I don't think has anybody have we gotten any I've backlash? I've got no back, no backlash. Woo! I was, I was that was my first uh my first the first episode I was nervous to post. Oh my god, I was and, like and I purposely chose promo a promo that was like very neutral. I had that. no idea what to pull. Moving forward, I will be pulling a little more salacious more salacious stuff because i was like i wanted to i was like gentle i'm gonna gently post this i know we were listens if i got backlash from people who listen i'm like okay then maybe i will maintain well you know if you got backlash from people that listen then it's awesome because you listened at least exactly but i'm gonna take a positive out of the backlash i'd be like you listened exactly (laughs) but so so far uh the the message was um I've listened as I've listened to people talk about it. I've tried to muster sympathy uh, and believe I just but just could not. Um, <laughs> just could not. I love that. Uh, then I listened to your pod and felt justified. I'm kind of summarizing. I loved, loved the way you laid it out. All made sense. OK, so those Yay. are just the basics of what they said. So, so thank you for much for for writing and please write in more thoughts. Right. Yeah. Even questions that you may have. Maybe we'll start to add in like, you know, question and answer segments. I would love That'd to interact awesome. more with you guys. It's a lot easier than um, going through my Instagram messages just because Instagram gets wild. And then also it's annoying, too, because you only like I have a lot of to say sometimes and um, you only get a certain amount of characters. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I hate when I have to do like a part two of my like thing. I hate that. Yeah. So uh, right in. She speaks Bravo at Gmail dot com. It's it's nice. It creates a little community. I'm just staring. I've been staring at Craig behind you. I know. Right. Looking so bloated. that's Craig, right? Yep. Looking bloated. I just I had just finished taking the notes. So that's they they did the Southern Charm trailer mm-hmm. at the end of the episode. Um, so Andy asks Paige, he's like, so what? Ex- I love that he's trolling Paige. He's like, what exactly I- attracted you to Craig? Was it him screaming at Madison wasted at the reunion last year or and just list some various things of Craig doing that was just despicable. And she just kind of giggles like, no, not that. Um, and then we and we, you know, Kristen denies hooking up with Craig, which is hilarious. Um, I obviously believe that they hooked up because I don't see why Craig would that's not something that he would want to make up because it would just get him in trouble. But I love that. I love Kristen's denying it. I think that's really funny. She should have made him sign an NDA. She's like, uh, no. Um, 
I mean, it's embarrassing for her. It's it's embarrassing. Exactly. It's embarrassing for her. Um, But Lindsay, then then Paige accuses Lindsay of knowing about Craig and Kristen for a month. And uh, as I said on the last podcast, Lindsay, one of the DMs that Lindsay sent me was that she had just found out because she had actually confronted Austin because she wanted to know. She's like, wait, hold on. Are you fucking Kristen or is Craig fucking Kristen? And he confirmed it was Craig. But then suddenly now, Kyle included, the whole cast is like, well, then Austin's a liar because he told us you knew for a month. Okay, what? Now Austin's a reliable source? What are you talking about, you guys? I thought Austin the fuckboy that we've all been talking shit about, now we're listening to Austin? Austin is the equivalent to Fox News. (laughs) You cannot believe anything he says because he's only doing information for like in his favor of course he's gonna say first of all Austin says anything that the person across from him wants to hear that is how that man operates he you guys are asking Austin clearly ringing him up did hey hey did you did did, um did Lindsay know about this way before like that day or that weekend and he can feel you guys wanting to say him to say yes and he's gonna give you any answer that you want. He does that. Anything that the person across from them, whoever he's across from, that's the answer he gives. He is not somebody you should take the word for. Like, by the way, too, uh, um, Paige said that she didn't find out about Lindsay, quote, knowing until, until the end of after. after summer. Don't you think don't you think Thank by the you. way, that they would have said, what are you talking about? Lindsay, you've known that. Don't you think one of them, Austin came one weekend? Don't it's you that, think he would have said, what are you talking about, Lindsay? You knew for a month this whole sounds thing. Like sounds like they happened. crafted and formulated this. And concept. when we say they, it sounds like Craig watched the episodes. I don't know if it was like when the episodes were airing or he's just been stewing on it and knows like, yeah, he but was doing on it and, and thinking through right how it's going to play out. And he's been on shows long enough to know how it's probably going to get edited, period. So yeah. that's he's like, you know what? Let me get ahead of this. Like, because when pe- when things start airing again, people's feelings get hurt again. You know, even if you've moved past it, you're rewatching it. You're maybe seeing things that you didn't see before. Whatever. He's getting ahead of it. He's like, Austin, you owe me one, blah, 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 lie for me. Tell everyone that she knew a long time ago. Let's ruin Lindsay's credibility. Let's let's like punish her. And Austin, I think probably at that time wasn't talking to Lindsay anyway. So it really wouldn't be a big thing to lie for Craig and go against Lindsay. You know what to think about the timing of this. So, uh. Austin went on Watch What Happens Live mm-hmm. with Lindsay in the audience. And this is when he humiliated Lindsay. Yeah. And they played that game like, who's the better kisser, Sierra or, or Lindsay? And with Lindsay right there, Austin was like, Sierra, and just embarrassed Lindsay. Lindsay ended up unfollowing Austin, maybe even blocked Austin. I think that might have been around that same time. Yeah. And Austin, I think, even did another interview and was just really mean to Lindsay. So Austin was on one of his extra 
asshole. Oh, yeah. No, there was a moment there yeah. where I remember Austin was like really on this, like really mean. And doesn't it sound like thing. just something he would say? I don't even know if it was a diabolical plan. I feel like it was something that would come out of his mouth. Like Lindsay fucking knew too. Lindsay fucking knew. Yeah. For a while. I can see it just Craig coming out. Or Kristen. She knew. That if you watch Southern Charm, like they just do shit like that. They just throw shit out yeah. all the time. And the thing is, their whole friendship group is so toxic like yes. that, that they're so used yes. to throwing shit out like that and then all being friends again later. Ugh. So it doesn't matter. So that's mm-hmm. why they do it all the time. They just say these mean things and untrue things about each other all, all the, the time. time. And they always all like get over it. It's like something it's like a unwritten rule in their friendship like you're allowed to say anything you want you can make up any rumor about anybody and we'll still be friends at the end of the day and then but then here's what makes me my blood was boiling amanda is like you do that Lindsay. you bring it up on camera and you label it as being a good friend and then Paige is like yeah every summer you do something like the summer you brought up kyle cheating on amanda and i went excuse me you mean from your first season and I OK, so let me go off. Oh, also, wait, that was out of context too, Emily, because I, that was actually the summer that I was actually really annoyed with Danielle because she was being like on this hate train with Amanda and Kyle really hard. Like um, like uh, Lindsay was trying to move past it and Danielle was not. And Danielle was actually the one who was told Paige. Do you not remember that? Oh, I remember. And so the only reason then then Lindsay it up on Had, camera. Lindsay said, hold on, Paige. I know you're going to have to tell Amanda. But can I tell Kyle first? Isn't that what happened? Or am I like forgetting things? Well, they're they are kind of taking it all out of context. So <clears throat> Paige is basically saying that Lindsay knew about it the whole summer and could have easily told Kyle like off camera. OK. Before okay. filming. Uh, but instead, she waited till they were filming. OK. Um, I also want to say, though, that Kyle had written them that long email. Remember, like a seven page email or something? Yeah, because, because there was ri- there was a rift between uh, Amanda um, and Lindsay and Danielle. Right. Because she had cropped them out. them out of photos like yeah. it's it like it, it's all so old at this point but the fact that Paige is bringing it up like that was so jarring to me I've never recovered from it like please bitch but I'm also like okay hold on that was your first season Paige so take maybe just take notes like this is a show you've signed up to be on a show you don't get to fucking coast and just live your private life and only show you posing in outfits and laying by a pool. Yeah, that's what doing a show is. Unfortunately, it's showing your fucking life. This- so take notes because yeah. you don't show us nearly enough of your life. And for me, it's like, again, the many times I've said I would never be on a reality show because I sometimes I think about it and I'm thinking about these shows in my my real life and I'm like, I just don't I just wouldn't have friends who would just go around and trying to ruin my life all the time or like telling my secrets to people like 
that seems so odd to me to have a dynamic in friendships where I feel like I say something and they're going to go and try to tell so I, my life. But that's but you're on a show. So it's like you have to do that. So it's I get it. So it's it's such a different world. So I when I had Ryan Bailey on, he talked about how Tom Sandoval said that what makes this show, what makes doing a show so crazy is that, for example, the year that Jax cheated on Britney with Faith, mm -hmm. he's like, you know, normally in real life, you would never confront your friend in front of other people about them cheating on their girlfriend. But that's the show. So the producers are like, hey, there's this rumor and we're going to need you to confront your friend about it. And it's like, well, yeah, we're filming a show. And with the show comes all these perks. And this is why it's to go on these shows. You got to be a little nuts. Yeah, because this is what it comes with. You got to be willing to do this shit. That's why Lindsay remains a good reality TV star. Yeah, because she's she knows she's reaping amazing benefits. So she's going all in. She is she talks about everything, even things that are super, like like I've said um, a lot of women would not be able to talk about a miscarriage so openly and and allowing people to use it to be mean to them and have to continuously still remain friends or friendly. And by the way, I like that Carl goes, well, hold on, Paige. What about you bringing up maybe Luke and Lindsay having sex because some psychic told you that? And right away, Paige is like, that was Hannah. So mm. I decided to make my own because the editors are not giving Paige nearly enough shit. Okay. They're only giving it to Lindsay. So I did my own flashback, what they didn't splice in, of Paige being fully involved in bringing oh, it up. She, they, she absolutely was. They called in Amanda. They're like jumping up and down. They're like a psychic DM'd me and said that Lindsay and Luke hooked up and and we're going to bring it up. And Paige is like, she absolutely did. They absolutely, it totally happened. And then they brought it up on camera. Like, it also so it just she, happened. She, and she was bringing, by the way, Lindsay was in, like, I know she was in a really a toxic, toxic relationship, yeah. relationship, but she was still in, in a relationship. And you chose to bring something up that could have made it a situation that was already tumultuous worse. Like, so, okay. You guys are all doing this shit to each other. Stop it. Like, stop. Stop. When I say stop it, stop acting like you're not doing it, too. Well, then Amanda, like this part was kind of weird. And I was like, oh, shit, I I'm 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 very much like Lindsay. And maybe I should check myself. <laughs> Amanda uh, was like, you can't label it as being a girl's girl when you're not a girl's girl all the time. And Sierra's like, yeah. Uh, are you a girl's girl when you go on a sexy car drive with? Andrea and Paige is like, yeah, you let Andrea lick your nipple. And they do the flashbacks of like Lindsay and Andrea interacting. And I realize like shit, I'm kind of like a Lindsay where like I I don't feel like there's such like I can tell Andrea and Lindsay don't they they know that they're not ever gonna hook up. There's not even a question of are they going to hook up? They're just like two people like enjoying each other's company. Yeah. And so that's why they can have these like sexy, funny moments and it not be sexual. Yeah. It's like, it's funny to them. It but one time I remember I like, I was a, a friend. Well, I guess it was all, co we were all coworkers. We were all managers. We had opened up this uh, bar and restaurant together. And the chef, the head chef was just this fun guy who was super flirty, but fun. 
Um, and mm-hmm. I like just and I was like, there's no attract like where he's not going to be attracted to me. Like, no, I see who he likes. Like he likes like d- no. But this other manager who was also not going to be someone that he liked, but she was one of those people that like got crushes on people and like got kind of like weird about it. Mm -hmm. She was kind of like thinking that something could happen there. Um, But we all went out, we got drunk and Mike and I were having fun and being like, like just like what would seem like flirting, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't flirting. It was just like, if 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 he had been a woman and we were and we were doing that, it would have. It's like bo- you're bored and you guys are just like whatever. You're just having. A, having- it's it's not it's not serious at all. And she got really upset and like didn't speak to us for a week. And I was really I was very sensitive to her and was like, I'm so sorry. Like I, it just there's like to me there's just clearly never like. Do you see who he dates? He dates like Russian models that are like six feet tall zero pounds like I'm like what like look at me like what are you talking yeah. about and so I realized that like some girls w- women I shouldn't say girls some girl, women who are a little more insecure can get threatened by that and I'm like looking at these gorgeous women like Sierra and Paige and Amanda and I'm like you're threatened by Lindsay hanging out with Andrea I don't even think that what she- I mean, I I definitely think that they are threatened by Lindsay and just the fact that she just is doesn't give a shit and she's bold and she can like make out with people and like not care and it doesn't need to be anything. But I also feel like it was a part of them just trying to put another thing of like Lindsay, like because Paige said, well, that's that's not cool when you know me and Andrea like had like a thing or whatever. I'm like, but you all but like that's stop doing that page because either you and Andrea had a thing or you guys it wasn't a thing because like whenever it's convenient for you, you had a thing right. and you didn't have a thing right. because you're like so into Craig all summer for the yeah. for, for almost the whole, it wasn't like you had like it wasn't even to me. There wasn't even a possibility of Andrea this entire summer house. It was very clear she had she would only had eyes for Craig and she was only playing with Andrea. She to me herself in in winter house there was different like i actually thought that there was potential summer house came along it was super clear who she wanted to be with craig was not committing to her so she needed someone to one make craig jealous to let him know she had options because we all know Paige wants everyone to know she's just not someone sitting around for for uh a man and two, she was just she was just having fun and it was like light fun. Don't use I don't like that. She was trying to use that as ammunition of like, look at you. Look at you, Lindsay, not caring about my feelings, bitch. No, you didn't care about Andre and everyone knew that. Like, I couldn't believe on. that they tried to turn that into a thing. They, and Andrea was so quick, like, guys, he was like, that was, was nothing. Let's, let's just shut this down right now. That was nothing. And like, we're not going to do that. And I also like that Luke going back to the whole thing of Paige pretending like she yeah. didn't have a part in the whole psychic thing. No, he was like, no, you both were drilling me in the kitchen. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. I'm like, Lindsay's just one of those girls that like knows that everyone's having a good time. Like it's not that serious. And, and I then there also, are the girls over there being like taking everything all serious. Like, look at her doing that. I know. And they're look so, at her doing that. They're so judging, which is why they're all friends. Yeah. But also, I feel like they use this 
this phrase, Lindsay's not a girl's girl as a weapon because they know that's one of Lindsay's insecurity that she's never been able to connect with women or uh, easily. That's why she tends to have more guy friends. It's not that she doesn't want to. It's just never been something that she it's been natural for her or like girls like don't connect with her as easily as guys do. And it's I think, again, it comes with her upbringing. She was ROTC, like people forget about that. She's used to doing a lot more things with guys, which is probably why it's easier for her to fall into friendships with men. And and I think that's also why women tend to not like her is because she can fall into friendships with men easily and women tend to get territorial, territorial. And it becomes like she's always like hanging around guys don't like it. She's just like, remember how it's like a weapon. Remember Amanda's birthday and how into Amanda's birthday Lindsay was? Yes. And that's what I'm saying. Like she like there's so many examples of when she is a girl's girl. Honestly, she's more of a girl's girl to me than than, than fucking than Paige, Paige and Sierra to Paige and Paige and Sierra are in Amanda are confusing girls, girls with clicks. And that's different. Like they form clicks and they don't allow other people into their click as much as they want to say Lindsay and Danielle are not approachable. They, Danielle, like you can't really the, Danielle and Lindsay don't really have a click. They just have like they're just they're a duo. Uh they have a whole group, like a small group. That's a click. That's like, a, that's, I think you need to have more than two members to be a, a, you a click. Um, they have a click and they and they have initiations and they don't invite them into their initiations. So like, I think that everything is just like pretty much everything that they hate about what they say they hate about Lindsay is everything that they do. Like they, they think they hate themselves, really. <laughs> so when they go on break, Danielle goes, does Amanda hate you, too? I heard that, too. And I was like, because that's how I was feeling. Me, too. I'm like, so cute. Like, wow. Even but Kyle isn't on this shit, too. I think Kyle's been like a part of that little posse because obviously he's married to Amanda. So he's been privy to all these conversations. Yeah. So when they go off page, it's like I'm done with them. And and Amanda's like, well, Carl works for us and he's tainted by Lindsay. What what exactly are you guys expect? Like, so you guys have all gathered together and with and Craig is like Adderall paranoid thought process. He's like, you guys, Lindsay is the problem. She's the sole reason why everything is wrong in Summer House. She, it's like, how have they landed on this conclusion where she's the only problem that they have? And Carl was simply trying to be like, whoa, you guys are really spinning out of control here. Like she's just been existing. Yes, she has not. She's not perfect. She's not. She's not anything. But like, what are we what are you all blaming her for exactly? And now we've landed on. On Carl works for us and he's not falling in line was the energy I was getting from that. Yeah, that's the energy I was getting from that statement, too. Like, I know they're trying to Kyle has been doing his due diligence of trying to spin the the fact that Amanda said that because it was disgusting. Yeah. First of all, I don't know what the way the. I don't even care if she was trying to. Def- let's just okay. Let's go with let's go with their narrative. Oh, for listeners, for, for uh, let me let me read what. So, um, Kyle commented on Bravo and Cocktails post, and he said, um, "I just because she she Bravo and Cocktails posted the bit about how Am- Amanda said Carl works for us, and 
Kyle said, I just gave this account a follow so I could point out that this was taken out of context. Believe it or not, social media can be a catalyst for some falling outs and make it harder for our show to remain true to its concept. It's about a group of friends. Amanda was reminding Paige that Carl is a big part of our lives. The ridicule and hate has gotten out of hand. Go on. It's it's all justified ridicule and hate because it's what she says. First of all, let's go with the fact. Let's go with what Kyle's trying to paint a picture of that Amanda just was trying to defend Carl or whatever. I don't like the the phrase he works for us. It's demeaning. Like I technically, yes, he does. But it's like he do, he's like a high ranking person in their company. He does a lot like you're making it seem like he goes he he fetches your your coffee or something like that. It actually, I think Carl does way more than Amanda does for the company. Right. Like it's, it kind of, it just pisses me off. I think it pisses me off more than Amanda said it too, because it's like, I know, I know that technically it's her company because she's married to Kyle, but it's, you didn't start the company. You keep, you, Kyle has said many times that you're not doing enough for the company. And Kyle has said so many great things that, Carl has done so to to say something like that and coupled with what she also said about Lindsay saying that he's tainted it it doesn't it that don't doesn't seem like you're defending Carl it seems like you're just got together with your group of friends you're like yeah he works for us we're friends (sighs) she's tainted him like this is gonna like it's just it doesn't doesn't bode well doesn't seem right and Kyle needs to really get Amanda in in check because I think that after if they keep acting like this to Carl, Carl is going to have to make the decision to no longer work for the company for Amanda. If that's how he's going to be continuously treated or like. I'm also just what the hell happened with Amanda and Lindsay this year? Nothing made her so mad. You know what happened, Emily? Come on. She was playing too neutral. She was too much of a Lindsay sympathizer. Yep. For Sierra and Paige. And you know that they probably watched the season back and was like, whose side are you on right now? And, you know, Paige is probably bringing up all this different stuff like she did on the reunion from her first season when uh, when Lindsay and Amanda did have a bad relationship that they've since mended. And work yeah. hard, hard at mending. That's why this all seems so old. Because Paige is bringing up old shit to be like, I feel like this is what happened. Again, this is just my theory. I feel like Paige did not like that Amanda was so neutral in the situation, almost a sympathizer of Lindsay this summer. And sh- they are on a crusade to bury this to bury Lindsay. And they need Amanda to fall in line. And she and Paige brought up all the different things from many many years ago like i was on your side like i i was on your side when i first joined the house like like i need you guys need you to do this for like be on Mm. our side i feel like and i feel like they did the same thing to maya it feels like because maya has no reason really to be so anti Lindsay because it wasn't because she wasn't maya usually is level-headed when she's doing her criticism which she still kind of was but she it seemed like there was some type of conversation that was had with 
every all the the clicky girls that was like this is our agenda for the reunion this yeah. is our stance for the reunion we all need to be united stance uh, united together and i and i it doesn't make sense for amanda and maya to have had such strong opinions or like seem like i don't know just seem like they're fighting someone else's battle had nothing to do with them and it was wow. cra- it was wild because then when other people mostly sierra would have s- similar situations that they were all so like ramming Lindsay about they they literally sat quiet they didn't even def- they didn't defend them they just sat quiet because they knew it was hypocritical i felt like there was like mo- like when when sierra gave that half ass apology the same pretty much gave the same exact apology uh lindsay gave her um I just was they did a close up on Amanda's face. She she was so uncomfortable because she just finished saying that that's not how you give an apology. (laughs) So she just was quiet. She was like, that's not I'm going to be. Yeah. Whether or not they edited that moment in, it could have it might not have been exactly when that was maybe. But like she she, they like maybe they cut her response out. I don't know. But we didn't see one. Mm -hmm. So. And it felt like to me, like she was like, damn it. Like, I literally just said this. And now like, and but the, all she can do, because she already made her alliance is just be quiet. Yep. And hope that no one notices. We notice. We always notice. We always notice. So when they come back, they do the Lindsay and Carl package. And I love how there was this big tease in the trailer about how like, hey, uh, no one likes your guys's posts, but there was no drama. There was like, literally, they were like, Oh, yeah. Just the algorithm doesn't necessarily like pick it up. And I was like, wow, that was it. Well, honestly, because, you know, I texted you about that because I'm like, they don't like any of their posts. I was like, I remember I was like, I don't like because like I, I like obviously I know that it makes sense for Sierra and Paige not to. But I noticed that Amanda doesn't literally like like their stuff that much either unless it's very rare. And I so I you know what? This is actually making more sense to me now. But they're like, I don't they're like, that's fine. But then I like Lindsay was like, oh, I didn't notice. Yeah, she's I love, like, I, love I don't care. I was like, I Lindsay love you, queen. really just keeps it moving. Lindsay's like, I, I can't make too much space for the negative. I just got to keep it going forward. Uh, she she they're at the NBC upfronts and Kyle and his stories has um, Lindsay unblocking Austin so that he can vote I... for her on MTV's. Um, best reality by the TV way please star. everyone vote for Lindsay. i've been voting for Lindsay every day you get 20 votes a day vote i'm voting for her every day not because not only because she does deserve it because she gives me great joy but because i'm petty pia and i would love for her oh, to win yeah. mtv award and make me them too. even more mad <laughs> especially <laughs> since she's up against Teresa. what a what a wow yeah, I would love for her to win the MTV award and just they would just be so pissed. Oh, right. I'm that's solely why I'm doing it. Honestly, <laughs> I don't vote for stuff like that. I haven't voted like in anything like that since American Idol's first season. Like, <laughs> but I log in and I vote 20 every votes day. every day. Do you do 20 votes a day? Yes. You just hold it down. And oh. it just, it's very easy, guys. You just and hold she, down the button mm-hmm. and it goes, and it does one, two, three, four, five to 20. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize it did it like that. It's so easy, guys. Vote for her. Okay. 
Done and done. I've only been doing it's one. A- I didn't realize if you held it down that many mm-hmm. times, it did oh, it. Oh, yes. I'm going to do it right now. I actually haven't done it yet. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> um, so Carl and Lindsay, they're already moving in together. They're going to, they're looking, they're like, do we don't and know. Buying a house or yeah. trying to. They're like, do we move, do we get a, do we rent a place in the city and buying the Hamptons or do we look at buying a place in the city? And Amanda's like, wait, you're already buying a house. She's so seething with jealousy. She's like, we were supposed to buy a house first. And Andy tries to start some drama. He's like, okay, who isn't on board with the whole Lindsay and Carl thing? And uh, everyone raises their hand and Andy's trying so hard to get anything he can out of Paige. He's like, Paige, you have the seat next to me. Do something. So he's like, um, Sierra and Paige, I saw, you know, everyone was like, yeah, me. And you guys are just like, eh, am I am I reading too much into it? And it's like you said, it's like crickets. Right. And so Sierra's like, uh, as long as as long as Carl is happy and Paige is like, yeah, I don't care. I'm like, and give he- him something. This is your job. That's OK. What, that this was is the- your fucking job. See, that's the thing is, like, I feel like I'm more mad at Paige this reunion than I am at anyone else, because at least I understand and know Sierra's stance. And she's made it very clear. So I'm not even like bothered by how Sierra is acting, to be honest with you. Same. And, you know, even with her timidness of like raising her hand and her Same. like, I'm happy for Carl. If Carl's happy, I was completely fine with that answer because she's not going to sit here and be fake. Like, yeah, like I love, love Lindsay. Like, I get it. That's yep. fine. And she keeps it short and sweet. Like, that's how I feel. It's this Paige's whole fucking demeanor is just so uncomfortable, off-putting. And it's like, it doesn't seem warranted, which is what makes it icky. I don't even care. Like, it's like, bitch, okay. Like, no one cares about your opinion anyway. And Andy's like- With your boring ass outfit. Andy is just like, why is this child sitting next to me? Like, you sat her next to me? Like- if you're going to sit someone next to Andy, that is like like Teresa is sat next to Andy. OK, you sit someone next to Andy who's going to bring a lot of drama, not mm-hmm. someone who's going to be like, I just I'm just here to like be here. Like, I don't want to like. Oh. OK, then the race conversation package comes up and yeah. that was great. You know, Maya talks about how Sierra was able to help her identify that race was the reason she was feeling left out. And Kyle's like, I love this perspective because it really taught me to be more aware because I'm obviously very unaware. Alex talks about the Bruce Lee moment that he had to get through. And Maya's like, yeah, actually, someone thought I was Sierra's sister. That makes sense. I mean, I can I mean, as a person of of color as well, black woman, that kind of stuff does happen. So. 100%. Everything that Alex and Sierra and Maya were talking about, I was like, oh, yeah, that that doesn't even seem like I'm not surprised by that at all. And especially when Sierra was like, it happens so often that you don't think to bring it up. Yeah, because like, Kyle was like, why didn't you say anything? I was like, it's because it's just that common. Yeah, it really is to a point where you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like if someone else did hear it, that is like that they've never heard anything like that before. They would be more upset than I would be because it just has happened so often. 
this, especially the Maya thing, like just assuming like, oh, I just assumed you were her friend and her sister or something that like, has happened to me at parties before, like where there's a group of like black people and then like a person that doesn't know me or like, oh, like your friends over there. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know those. I don't know those people like <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I don't I don't I'm not with them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't I do not know those people like I I came with these people they're all white <laughs> this is why 30 rock was so good at like just making the worst most inappropriate jokes that's um Liz has to do some I don't know she has to like finagle something out of like the DMV so she brings Tracy's along with her for some reason I can't remember and it's a uh, it's a black woman at the at the like window and she's not giving Liz what she wants. So Tracy's like, or so she goes to Tracy. She's like, can you help me with this? And he's like, oh, because she's black. You think all black people know each other. And then he looks over. He's like, hey, Letitia. I know that is funny. And like they just they like took a horrible joke and just made it horrible, like even worse. It's like, damn like, it. I do know her Yeah, <laughs> like that. It's like it is. True that, that we that's just actually hilarious. Really, yeah. Um, you watched 30 Rock, right? We've discussed this, right? No, I actually didn't watch 30 Rock. You didn't? Why no, didn't I never got into it. Too? But like, I've seen like an episode here and there. And it's not that I didn't really like it. I just I don't know why I never it, I never sat down and like watched it. But and it's, but it's the same thing with The Office. I seen like clips and stuff like that. And then during the pandemic, I decided to watch it. And I was like, damn it. Why hadn't I been watching this the whole time? I like obsessed. 30 Rock is um, it's really, really funny. But the last like two seasons since uh, The Office goes off the rails, like The Office, they, it does. But it's like one of those funny. things where like you like it was on for so long that they become your friend. So you like uh -huh. follow, the, follow them to the bitter end. Totally. Yeah, I, I will do that with shows like I know it's bad, but I was like, we've been together. We've been through it. And yeah, I'm not I'm not quitting on you. Yeah. Um, Andrea, it was really sweet. Um that Maya says Andrea was the one who made the biggest change because he mm -hmm. was the one that was ca like caught dissing, like dissing her the most like she's like Andrea you didn't even know my name and then he's like yeah it was just for him you could tell he really did transform him completely like he's like I truly did not know that's why I love Andrea because it's like he did he like the way he looks you would easily write him off as someone who wouldn't care about you know, something like what Maya said to the group. And he's so far, far from what a stereotypical, like good looking, like model lady, mo ladies, man, like model looking guy. And he really felt hurt that he hurt her, like not defensive at all. Like he felt so bad that he hurt her, even though we know it was not his intention. It was not malicious or he did not do it with malice, but, uh, but it happened. And he accepted that. And he and like he, and he was he really worked her hard. Lexi, like Lexi, the girl that he's been obsessed with. Yeah. Like he called her Lexi because like that's all he kept thinking about was Lexi. Yeah. But it and so he genuinely was just like preoccupied. But when he found out that it not only was hurting her feelings, but that possibly it was due to something that he was unaware of as a white man, he's like he took it to heart. And Andrea, every time he spoke, 
was just the most loving, kind, sweet human being. Like this guy is like an angel sent. I know Bobo. it's just unfair. Like you can't oh. be that good looking and also a really good person. Oh, he's um, just like an angel sent from above. And then what also was amazing is to find out through Maya and through him in the conversation that they had conversations off camera about it, which always holds more more weight for me because we could be like he's just he's trying to be performative he wants us to know that he's a good person yeah we could say that but it's your actions when no one's around when cameras are down that really count to me and that Maya affirmed the fact that he checked in after that and he really took an effort to get to know her off camera was just like why are you him. why are you perfect? And why did Paige make the worst decision of her uh, life? The worst decision. I mean, clearly, which really says a lot. Andrea was like, yeah, Paige is cute, but she's not a good person. Lexi, yeah. on the other hand, I'm into Lexi. Yeah. Right. Doesn't that say something about it says yeah. something about Andrea? He's like, yeah, Paige isn't the one. Yeah. Right. I think so. And the thing is, like, Paige, like, you're Italian. He's Italian. You could have been cute Italian together. Like, it was it would have been so amazing. God, why did she pick Craig? Because <sighs> she, because they're perfect for each other. You know what? I'm glad she did pick Craig because she's not good enough for. Andrea. I agree. No, she's not good. Leave enough. that good, good man, that good looking man alone. Agreed. Um, Danielle got a chance to express why she was actually hurt by Sierra in this whole conversation about race, because mm -hmm. Sierra had said that she when she came into the house, she was the first person of color. And <clears throat> Danielle was like, that actually really hurt me because I was the first person of color. I was there in the house. We, you know. Yeah. And <clears throat> and they got to have a conversation and both be heard. Because Danielle was able to say that hurt me and Sierra was able to say she was sorry. And then Sierra was also able to say it's been a lot of pressure on me because I have to I'm so afraid to say something wrong and I'm trying my best to navigate it. And that is fair. It is a lot of pressure on that her was, as the first black person. Honestly, that whole conversation was the one time where I actually felt that that Sierra was listening and taking accountability in how she made someone else feel, even though I don't think that's I don't as much as I don't like Sierra, I don't think that she meant to no, not at to all. leave Danielle out of the equation. But because like it's just, it is such a different experience being a black woman. And Danielle is a, what we call like not she's not necessarily white passing, but she is like more accepted by white people. Yep. And so and and, and Danielle completely opened up with that yes my experience is much different so I was happy that she acknowledged that so she's not trying to compare like it's the same exact thing but she is a person of color and that it, and she knows that and that's how she views herself so I think that it was a beautiful conversation where both people got to express how they felt and I think that both people both people hurt each other and I and I felt like Sierra genuinely apologized and I felt like Danielle received it and felt heard. And it was nice. It was a really nice moment. And it actually was probably one of the only moments in the whole uh, reunion that I actually felt like there was some resolution. I agree. Then we get to the Kyle and Amanda package. And let me just tell you. 
that when they got to that prenup conversation and Amanda had the nerve to say, I don't really actually know what a prenup is. And Andy's like, well, you could Google it. And she's like, okay, I'm lazy. I guess I didn't want to Google it. I wanted to reach through my screen and bash her head into a wall and say, how dare you have any advice for anyone about anything when this is how you handle your own life? Yeah. And this is I I know we're trying to be like cute and silly about this whole prenup thing, but that's like super serious. She doesn't she's she's doesn't I don't I actually am really disappointed in her dad for not really making Amanda look that up because Kyle has four million dollars of debt, guys. Right. That's now Amanda's four million dollars of debt. Four million dollars of debt is now yours, Amanda. If Kyle dies tomorrow, that is your debt. That is where a prenup comes in. <laughs> like she I, gra- I was gra- like, grandma's I cannot- money is now Kyle's money. That's half of his. All of these things. I couldn't like, I, like she gets such a pass. They just don't really they don't they don't hold her feet to the fire at all. Ever. And then I like that Kyle got to say, yeah, I was really hurt by what Amanda's friends had to say throughout the season. Yeah. Because notice Kyle's friends don't say shit like that about Amanda. When Danielle was comforting Kyle, she didn't say you should maybe break up with Amanda. She just kept like she was asking, do you still want to get married? Yeah, Are you like she was just asking what they straight up say, like, I can't believe she's marrying you or like mean things. Yeah. Like they're just like, he's a psycho. I can't even I don't even know how Amanda lives with him. Like these these little things that you say. Get in like they're a seizure planting Amanda's head. Yep. And it's slowly cracking Kyle and her foundation in we've seen it throughout the summers where like there, I, Amanda is easily influenced by her friends and that's like not a good thing. That's not a good thing. So influenced. I've, I've literally heard like a mockingbird out of her mouth. Things that Hannah and Paige have said come right out of her mouth as if that was her original thought to Kyle. And it's not like, this is why I'm not big, a big like component of not, telling your friends everything about your relationships. I know they're on a show, so it's like a different situation, but like she they need she needs to separate that much more, especially now that she's married. This is not going to if they want to have a long lasting marriage, like she has to set some boundaries with her friends and their opinions, like like talking about saying things off camera, like why doesn't Paige and them like all these little comments that they have? Like I know Paige says like sometimes I tell her off camera, like I say it all off camera then if you were really that good friends with her. Like, I would not be bringing up anybody's marriage stuff on camera if that was my good friend. Period. Amanda looked just so childish, but she speaks with such authority on everybody else's life. And it is so frustrating. Amanda really like like I have soured on her in every possible facet. Well, let's go back to the prenup thing. Um, Andy asked all of the people, raise your hand if you would get a prenup, right? 
I was so, were you not irritated, Emily, when all of those girls, the same girls, specifically Paige and Sierra, raising their hands high as hell, proud as hell. I'm going to get a prenup when they were the main ones hyping up Amanda about not getting one. And that's why she doesn't have one right now. And she's not protected. Amanda needs to stop investing so much of her opinions in her friends, because look at them now. Now they're like, yeah, no, I would for sure get an, a, a, a prenup. But where was this energy when she wouldn't? when Kyle was telling her, like, let's get a prenup, Amanda, they're like, you are lover boy. You are this. Oh, how dare he? Like now they're on this couch, Amanda. I would have looked at them like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I asked you guys about this. I confided in you guys about this. And you guys made me think I was right and not wanting one. And now you're telling me you guys would get one. I was I like, I would have been so Sierra, mad if I was Amanda. Sierra's I like, like, I'd have one. Like, like raise her hand so quick, very high, like straight arm up. I could not believe. I'm like, Amanda, you better feel so dumb right now. And she had nothing, like, not even a, like, hey guys, well, why didn't you say this to me <laughs> to me when I was asking you when I was like saying how I was upset I, I was catch, about the pre? I did catch a glimmer of her being like, wait. wait. I thought we were all like on my no, she's so she's so codependent on her friends. She has a she has an identity crisis, Amanda. Yeah, she doesn't know who she wants to be. She's like she she's so codependent on Kyle, number one, and then she's codependent on her friends. And it always bites her in the butt, though, because that's how her and Hannah fell out. Like she rode so hard for Hannah. She anytime like she. Every all the things that like, you know, when she would get upset with Luke or anything Hannah was saying that Luke was doing, she was like, no, Luke's a piece of shit. Like she was so on Hannah's side. And then when Hannah like, yep, would go back to him, him and she'd be like, no, like he's a bad guy. And then Hannah would be like, shut the hell up. I yep. still want, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And then Hannah would talk about her relationship and she would take Hannah's side. And then Hannah finally, you know, really disrespected them that her final season where it came to a head, like she realized Hannah doesn't care as much as I care. And she, but she doesn't realize she does that with all her friendships. And she's, and like, now that Paige is with Craig, Craig is not a very smart horse to hitch your wagon to. Cause yeah, Craig might like Kyle now, but Craig will turn on a dime. Craig Craig will throw you under the bus in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Like that whole cast and Southern Charm is wild to me. Yeah. Wild. So you got to be careful because if Kyle, you know, gets drunk and says something about about Craig, I don't know. It's just a very shaky ground for Amanda to be relying so heavily on because. And then also as much as Paige has been saying the things that she says about Kyle, his immaturity, how can you live with da da da, and how vocal she's been to Amanda about her opinions. Let me tell you something. She's getting into a worse version with her relationship with Craig. But let me tell you something. If Amanda tries to do the same thing that Paige has been doing all along with Amanda's relationship, I'm going to tell you this. Paige is not not going to treat, is not going to give her the same kindness and respect that Amanda has been giving Paige. 
I can tell you Paige is probably going to get pissed and be mad. And I predict that Amanda will not be friends or won't have the same friendship with Paige and Sierra by next summer. I think, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be tension. I think that they're going I think that Paige and Sierra are going to distance themselves from Amanda by the by next summer, because I can just see the dynamic shifts already on social media. I can I can feel it. And I know that Hannah just got married. So that's why they're posting oh. so heavily, he- heavily with Hannah. OK, I get that. But I feel a dynamic shift. I feel like they're starting to do this like three amigos situation and i don't think that there's room for amanda Ooh, that's my hot take that's my prediction you heard it here first i even predict that Paige may not come back to summer house oh i yeah i don't think that Paige is going to come back to southern uh southern southern house i was going to say summer house i but she I, wanted to get transferred she's like i want to get transferred to southern charm they're better over there yeah i feel like especially after all the heat she's taken i think that she's like done with summer house i i don't know maybe we'll see a glimpse of her but she's definitely not going to be a full cast member right? she's not going to be living in the house we we i think if anything we'll see a glimpse of her because of sierra yeah uh but otherwise no yeah i don't think that we will have Paige on it on again. Yeah, the, Paige we're, will, we're, the Giggly Squad is finally moved on. I think <laughs> Paige will like negotiate a couple weekends, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, just stir up some drama. Like so they'll be not, they'll be there for Fourth of July. Yeah, but not like a full time thing. She's since moved on. I think she's moving to Charleston, didn't she say she's yeah moving she's to Charleston she's in moving the summer? to yeah in the summer. So that doesn't even like there's no possible way if she's moving in the summer, there's no possible way she could be a full time cast member on Summer House. She's like she's turned Lindsay into her number one problem, which we see. So like we're done with the Colin Amanda package, like we're doing the wrap up. And and Andy's like, I would just like to point out you have not turned your head to the right the entire time we've been here. And Paige's response. OK, in my defense, this side hasn't talked as much. And I've been very conscious of my posture. She still doesn't turn her head when she says that, too. And That's- so, like, I haven't been I've been doing that. And Andy's like, OK, I would uh, rather her just say I don't want to rather- look at them. Andy is basically saying that, too. He's like, OK, I would have preferred you said I'm not looking at that bitch. Yeah, like I would have preferred your posture you that you gave your me posture? posture. Are you kidding? I, when she said that, I was like, I'm done with you. I'm so done. Like I was that was like literally the last I was so like you can't be sitting here trying to be a bad bitch if you can't really walk in your like. No, your posture because Nini has done that at reunions where she refuses to look at someone. And he, but he said, I'm not looking at her. And he's like, I'm, I'm no. Randy Cohen. Like, that's a that's a queen. Like, if you can hate Nini or not, but she's not fake. She's like, I don't want to look at her. I'm here for Andy. Andy Cohen, the host of Bravo. I'll answer his questions. I don't need to talk to them. No, thank you. Like, come on. Like, give me something. Don't be like my posture. Are you fucking kidding? This side hasn't talked as much and I'm very conscious of my posture. And then 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 Carl realizes, Okay, look, Paige is like taking this a little too seriously, seriously. So he's like, Paige, look, I know that they're, you know, maybe they got a little heated and there was a bit of an exchange. And so I, you know, I just I do I want to say I am sorry for 
what I said. And she's and she still won't look. She's like, yeah, I mean, like I bring everything to the show. And like that was just really hurtful. And he's like, OK, yeah, yeah, that was a little harsh. I'm sorry. And she's like, still not looking. Thank you. And Andy's like, OK. And then he just. All right, let's wrap it the fuck up. Yeah, because it's just like one of these like and I know that I we exchange like we saw the stuff that Carl and Lindsay said about the reunion. And it's like he said that this reunion, Carl mm. said it, the reunion was super awkward because usually, you know, we come to the reunions to ha- to truly hash these things out, even if they're painful. And it didn't seem like anybody really wanted to go there and do that. So it left a very lots of awkward moments and nothing really being resolved or talked about. And that is shocking because it seemed like, you know, quote, things were talked about, but basically they're saying page. Yeah. Right. They're like, but she. Yeah. Like she was, she wasn't really say anything. She, she, she was, she's clearly like moved on. And that also, she's like, I'm never coming back to the school. That's what it feels like. It's like, she doesn't have to to do this because she's no longer going to be a part of the house what like we don't know that but in her mind right she's done we're i'm done with summer house i'm friends with sierra i'm friends with maya amanda you're on notice um (laughs) amanda this was your test this was your test i'm not i'm the jury's still out we might need to give you another test i don't i again i don't think that that friendship especially with her moving to charleston is going to last um and you know what amanda now you've been left now i feel like what you've done now is you put all your eggs in a page's basket who and page is taking her basket taking your basket and hopping off to charleston and not going to remember you and now you're left here with people that you just turned your back on that have been rooting for you and i that have been rooting for you that have been rooting not like literally rooting for you. Literally, and, that's so sad. And I don't know where, like, I I mean, luckily from watching the clip online, I think that it's salvageable because Carl and Lindsay do move on from things very quickly. Cause like the clip with because it was Kyle's account that the clip that of uh Lindsay un uh following unblocking Austin yeah. and following him back again um, was posted by Kyle. So Kyle is the one who was like, you know, leading the charge with that. So it's clearly they've moved on from whatever this at the reunion. But like, I mean, I feel like Amanda needs to get it together because she's really like wearing wearing these people down with like how many times they can just like let this kind of stuff go. I think Kyle needs to have a talk with Amanda. I. I I think Kyle is just as lost at this point. Kyle really let me down. Oh, no, Kyle. I was really disappointed in Kyle, but I feel like I don't know. No, Kyle. I need to go off for a second about that. Kyle. Really, <laughs> yes, go off. Kyle really let me down because Lindsay loves Kyle and sh- improves her loyalty year after year to Kyle on Winter House. Um, there was a scene. I did like a, a whole silly post about it because remember when Remember when Kyle was all drunk and he couldn't find Amanda and Amanda was just like in the bathroom or something. And he yeah. was like, where is she? And Amanda and, and Lindsay's like, I'm going to go find her and like single handedly found her and like put her put Amanda over her shoulders, carried her into Kyle, set her down and just like went back to the party. Lindsay is like a solid friend. She has Kyle's back 
all the time. And Kyle clearly does not have her back. He's been he's so desperate to, like, stay on Amanda's good side. Yeah, that he's been talking shit behind her back, feeding their little circle of gossip and clearly also agreeing that Lindsay's the problem and Lindsay's the one stirring shit up. Yeah, I feel like and I could not believe it. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. When he and like when he was like, I got that he had but he has his own things like he's like, look, it's hard to talk to you about some stuff. It is difficult, which is true. It is. Lindsay does not react well to things. Lindsay has her flaws and needs to work on them. Yeah. But when he was getting all petty, going and spreading her gossip, he's a gossiper. Oh, absolutely. Kyle is not without flaws, but I just was shocked that he seemed to be so anti Lindsay because he's been like a part of their group now because he's been with his wife and her friends. Yeah. I was very disappointed. I feel like Kyle was definitely I was I was too. I was. I was really pissed, actually, with Kyle. I feel like it's definitely because of Amanda. And I feel like he also partially wants to con- like it's one of those things is like when every he everyone is clearly or like his little his wife's friends clearly hate Lindsay. And I feel like it's one of those things where like, finally, they're not talking about. Me. Yes. So. I want I want them to continue to look that direction. And I think he also know, does that because he knows that Lindsay is such a person that to let things roll off her shoulder and like forgive and forget very easily that it's like almost like whatever. I'm just going to say this. I kind of want to get the heat off me. I don't really want this to be about me at the reunion and deflect. She'll forgive me later. I feel like they all do that. All of the guys do that to her. Austin, Craig, all of them that like they Craig knows he can call Lindsay the biggest loser and it will be fine. Austin knows he can like go hook up with Sierra and, and say that she Lindsay is uh, Sierra's a better kisser than Lindsay and it'd be fine. And that's like one of my sometimes I do want Lindsay to just be a little hold a grudge a little more sometimes because maybe they'd stop doing that to her. And she's like, I don't have the energy. And that's because, what makes Lindsay so like hard to hate for me I, that's that's how that's how i feel that's how i i think of it because i do feel like she just is so much e- like she really wants to keep the dynamics fun and light so she's always willing to just like keep moving on and that's why she gets a lot i feel like a lot of people coming at her because she does move on from things she's explosive but she moves on from things very quickly and that's why we're not getting people like coming at Sierra or Paige as much because they are grudge holders. <laughs> I will they be are be awful. Shocked. If they don't like you, they are awful and it's uncomfortable to be around them if they don't like you. Right. If Paige, if Paige comes back, I will be shocked. It seems I like- would be, I would like, I'm not a betting person. I only bet when I'm like, no, I'm going to win. And I, oh, I almost want to bet on this one. Because she's she doesn't take heat at all. We see that already. She's blocking and deleting and doing whatever she can to avoid the heat. So I can't imagine her coming back. And apparently she had a good experience on Southern Charm with the the people. So it's like moving on to the next. And you always are going to have a, you know, a nice time when you're just like coming in to be like, yeah, you can't be polite. She's going to be your first season and she should know this by now because no one is no one really care unless you come in and try to run shit. Otherwise, if you play a safe game the first season, people aren't really going to come for you because they don't really they're trying to assess you. 
But let me tell you, your second season, you think Shep and all of Madison and all of them and um, whatever her Catherine and all of them are going to take it easy on you. No, I actually think too. Paige doesn't really want to be like a star. She just wants enough of the perks. She wants a participation award so that she can still get like, you know, Amazon drops and the stuff yeah. that comes with it because she really just wants to be like an influencer. She doesn't want to actually like earn it. I, I agree. I don't think that she cares to be in any drama, which is why she's not doing well. If she cared, if she cared to be in drama, she would have been coming to the reunion ready to drop receipts, ready to fight. Yeah, she had no receipts. She she just was upset. That was her that was her Ugh. whole vibe. I'm more like the person I'm most mad at is Paige purely because she didn't even come ready to fight. Yeah. I don't mind. Like, I don't mind being against my preferred person. That's fine. Absolutely. I like, that's, I like the that's, drama. That's the point. But yeah, you didn't even come for a fight. You came to sit there and that's, pout. That's why I'm not even mad at Sierra this reunion, yeah. because I she came to fight and she did. But Paige um, sat there and Andy had never seen anything like that. Like, if you're going to earn the seat next to him, like if production's going to say Paige has to sit next to you, because that was a, like, I swear production was like, I bet production's so sick of her phoning it in. Yeah. But they're like, we're putting her next to you, Andy. We got to see how she does. It's a test. We've got to see how she because does. The way she was sitting and behaving almost could have been lost if she was sitting where Alex was sitting. Exactly. And they always do that with her. They always put her in a seat that's easy to get forgotten. You're like, okay, you know, she's sitting at the very end. So that's fine. We expect that. But we're going to sit her right next to Andy and next to Lindsay. And let's see how she does. Yeah, because they were really like she had a lot to shit to say. Okay, let's see how you do. And also, I and I know a lot of people I've seen online really didn't like the seating arrangement. I did. Yeah, I think it's a good one. I think that it I understand why people are like, well, why wouldn't she sit next to like, no, that's that's why you don't sit them next to each other, because they are friends. It's more interesting that more interesting choice is to put someone in a seat where their guard is down and they have to fight. Like you're going to get more interesting stuff. You don't want to just sit, have the three people who are just going to four people really just all say the same thing. Like that's not interesting. Like we need And we got like, even though we didn't get anything out of page, we got something out of page in the sense of like, we realized she's not, you can't, this is not for you. Yeah. I've never seen Andy more like disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, this is it. This isn't going to bode well I've because never it, seen... Andy's really petty. So like, good luck to you for Southern Charm reunion. He's might come for you more. Or you're not invited. Isn't she? She was on the promo for one of the things. So she might be invited. To the reunion. Yeah. I, I, let's the, I saw a poster on one of their, um, one of the Southern charm people's uh, thing, like, you know, like promo pictures for Southern charm. It was like, there's a main, there's a main cast one. And then there's like the secondary, like, like that, that one, um, I don't remember her name, but she was on last season. She was, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Neva. Leva. Leva. Leva's a uh, friend. She's black. They're trying to pretend like she was Madison's friend. Um, Vanita. Vanita. She, she's on Vanita the poster is too. Madison's friend. She's Madison's friend, but I think she's also Leva's friend, too. She's not Leva's friend? 
Well, I mean, they might be friends, but she's more Madison's. OK, friends. so, yeah, the Madison and Vanita's one. a little messy. She they were they I that's a whole but laugh. They that was I did not like that. OK, anyway, that's a whole other conversation. But my point is she was she's not on the main. She's not the main cast, but she was on the second the second like uh, promo picture, too. So I'm saying so. And I that was the same one. I thought I saw Paige on. I'll I'm try like, to break. I'll say, I'll try to send it to you. If you see that, let me let me know because I I don't I would be shocked if Paige was actually in a cast photo. Um, for it. I see this. Okay, I'll try to find it, but I swear I saw. Okay, I'll I'll find it. We'll find out if I'm wrong. I'm I'm wrong sometimes, guys. <laughs> um, if if she is, I that's pretty impressive. Um, that would mean that she's doing a lot on the season well i mean she's is i mean i wouldn't be surprised i mean she's well because there's the naomi uh drama i'm disappointed that naomi and craig hooked up um but i forget naomi was very messy also yeah i forgot i I recently did a rewatch of the season of of the whole show and i forgot that she was like whoa like she was a fucking (laughs) she was a mess I'm excited to see the sh- the thing though. The, yeah, I am too. I'm I I'm very excited to see this season because it's it's been a while. It's I feel like it's been a long time mm-hmm. since we've had a since we've had a season of Southern Charm. Oh, I found it. Oh, so she isn't it? I think this is Paige. Oh, I'm an idiot. It's not Paige, girl. Girl, I was I think I was high when I looked at this. This is this is level. <laughs> I think I was high, girl. But let me just send you the picture, though. Like, can you tell me if he is? I'm sending it to you on Instagram. Can you tell me if that kind of looks like I think I was high and it, I swear to God, it kind of looks like Paige. <laughs> it's Leva. Girl, it's Leva. It's 100% Leva. Was I high? I mean, I'm embarrassed for you right now. Don't cut this out. I'm just kidding. Keep it in. I just <laughs> Keep it in. <laughs> you're like i'm not afraid i'm not afraid i made a mistake guys i made a mistake i thought this i literally the way i've she's made standing, many mistakes many the mis- way she no was i knew standing. it was leva because i um because i was looking for leva specifically okay but i just looked at it and i was like and you know what it is she's standing in behind craig okay guys it's leva but <laughs> It's fully Leva. It's it's Leva, guys. <laughs> Abort. Maybe I will cut this out. <laughs> no, no, let people let people let know people that, know I, that we're not afraid to make mistakes. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not like. Guess what? I have no shame. I do, but I. It's funny. I thought that's fully Leva. Hundred <laughs> percent. No way is it Paige. It's not Paige. It's not Paige. <laughs> it's not Paige. But I wanted to be on the reunion. Um, <laughs> this they may bring her in for like a because if there's going to be drama with like Naomi and Craig having hooked up and then yeah. like whatever they may bring her in for like a moment you know how they like bring in the chair like let's bring in me yeah the person like the friend of that they don't get yeah. to be there the whole time which was Tracy at the uh, Jersey the Jersey reunion they had her all dressed up and she, they even had pictures of her yeah. And uh, she didn't. She got completely edited out of the reunion. Did you she watch was, the Jersey reunion? Oh, no, I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to um, 
Well, I'm taking a break because they bother I me. Think, I the part, I, the part the part the part one was just like ugh. it's so exhausting. I'm Teresa just exhausted me to yeah. the point of no return. Yeah, I I I put it on last night uh, in the background. I watched like parts two and three, just like I let them play. And I don't think I've ever seen Andy like more. He was like concerned with yeah, Teresa's I, actions. He was like, I've never. He's like, I've seen a lot of Teresa, but I've never seen this side of you. Like, I'm concerned and kind of grossed out. Yeah, I had to say after that first part, I had to take a break. I think I'm going to go now that both parts are up, like the other two. I'll probably watch because I just don't have time for like another wait till next week. Not with this. He was over Margaret, too. He was most mad at Margaret and Teresa. He was both ridiculous. Like they're it reminds me a lot of like the like a really extreme version of the Lindsay and Sierra thing where I'm like, no one's clones. Hands are clean here. Like you got no one's there's there's no one's a victim. No one is a victim. Okay, Teresa, though, like like even Louie was like, you need to stop. And she's Uh, like, what? And I don't even like Melissa. And I was like, Teresa, this is ridiculous. That's your sister-in-law. And like, come on. Stop. Like, the. it's just, I'm I'm exhausted. I would not, like, the way Andy was looking at her, Andy looked like he he was kind of like, what's the point? Like, what are we doing anymore? Like, what is, I almost wonder if they might ask her to, like, take a break. I know she she needs to because she's not she's gotten to the point where it's like Vicky where like they 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 find someone that they really like, but they know how reality shows can fuck their relationships up and they're just really not willing to let that happen. And then they become unusable. Yeah, because he couldn't corral her. He couldn't talk to her and he was getting concerned like a few times. Andy's like, why is it so hard for you to realize that people are actually like concerned? for you and i get that the argument is margaret isn't concerned margaret yeah, is not concerned. i get that margaret I get that. is not at all she's just doing this for the show um but i think andy was like but i'm concerned yeah. but although louis did a pretty good job explaining shit i don't know I, mean, I don't know if that's because he's been like he's had a lot of time to to um prep yeah, his I responses. Mean, I'm still like, I don't know how I feel about Louis. Like, I can fully like, un- like believe um all the receipts that you gave me about the domestic violence and all that stuff. Like, I just like don't know. I'm so confused. His behavior whole... at the finale was so freaking scary, though. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The you know the actual show. Yeah. Like, um, I was like, oh, okay. That's well. Terrifying. That was because like people like that can only pretend for so long. And he was starting to get exposed. And when people get exposed, they start like really get messy. Yeah. And there's just a lot of red flags. And I think I, I, it's like, I don't know if I even care to argue anymore with Teresa about it. I'm like, I, do whatever the fuck you want to do. That's how Teresa. I feel about it. Like I might can, like, but I guess, I mean, it's easier for us to say we don't know her, but like, for me, I'm just like, go ahead, her. girl. Like you went to jail. If you can't learn a lesson after that, that's just like on you. Like, right. To pr- of protecting yourself from toxic men. Eh. Eh. I can't like nothing's going to like you lost your mom. Right. During that. Like, like I, you can, I don't I don't what know else what can any, you do. I don't know what anybody could say to you then. Right. You know, the stakes of like being with somebody that's like 
dangerous. It's what, it's what Dolores said. She's like, she can handle a lot worse than even what the worst things are being said yeah. about Louie. Like, what are you going to do? I also find it interesting that but I could also I find it interesting that Teresa, is, she does have a loyalty about her that I think that's what I uh, initially was gra- gravitated towards her because I'm a loyal, per- like loyal type of person. Like I like when people are gung ho and loyal to their friends. And I'm so surprised I didn't finish watching it. But I don't, so I don't know if it comes up in the reunion, but I know offline the reason why the real reason why she didn't invite Dolores is because of. Of Dina. Dina and she didn't say it on the reunion. And I was like, that could have gotten her out of that much quicker if she had just said it, because that would have made complete sense. Like Dina was throwing me the party and Dina does not like Dolores and she wasn't invited. I agree. That would have just been easier. Like Dolores but she was and coming Dina up with, are not she was cool. coming up with this weird thing. Like it was just a couple of you're not my couples and you haven't hung out with us. I didn't make any sense. And that's why she's everyone seemed crazy. I'm like, why did Everyone would have like been like, oh, if you had just said it. But like and I feel like Dolores knew that, too, which is why she wasn't so upset. But no one wanted to say it. And I agree. It was not that salacious. We all know by now that Dina has a rift with a lot of people and like Dolores and Caroline are cool. I feel like Teresa, like, but that's what like I almost respected a tiny bit that she was willing to just let everyone beat her up about it because she just didn't want to like make every, all the fans go maybe do hateful things to Dina. Like, why are you like, you know how fans. Oh, that's true. I guess. But then all the, but then she went and talked about it on a podcast. Well, well, Dina was in the room. Dina said it first. Oh, Dina was in the room of the podcast or I don't know if she was a, I remember I saw a, video it was christian gray snow's podcast i this is what i remember like she would they were asking her Teresa, about the whole thing and then dina you hear a voice in the back said that's my fault oh uh, was it yeah it was okay so she gave her permission yeah and she's like i mean it was and then that's when Teresa said yeah okay so she kind of like gave her the permission to out it yeah so Teresa didn't want it okay that makes sense all right well I, to be honest, I, the Dina, Dina seems like such a sweet person that I'm confused. She always says that like Teresa is misunderstood. And like, there's this like mysterious Teresa that none of us know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Teresa that we've seen this season is just exhausting. I do think there's a Teresa that we don't see. I think that, that again, we're watching a show. So like she's, is being forced to be friends with people that she probably really wouldn't be friends with. But I feel like she's like probably great to the people that she's great to. And then like awful to the people she's awful to. I guess. But I also see that she's like, I don't know. I I, I, I mean, wanna, I'm not I saying that I'm it. not. I know it's it's a really she's exhausting. Yeah, I'm exhausted by her because I'm going to like to speak to be clear. I think she's like a really dysfunctional, like the way she's with her daughter, like the way she wanted Gia oh, to like stand up to Margaret. I'm like, what the fuck? That is she, very inappropriate. And uh, she, very re- dysfunctional. she relies way too much on her kids. Like, I don't like that either. I think that kids should not be a part of that. At all conversation. God, we can be talking about Teresa and her flaws all goddamn day. Yeah. So like, I just think that. I don't know. Like, I don't really trust necessarily. I think that that's where I've landed with with 
Jersey, right? When I want to be on someone's side, I can't I can't really get on anyone's side anymore. Right. You know how much I've been either side. You know how much I've been like loving Jen. (laughs) And I'm like this reunion. I'm like, oh, when Jen came for Dolores like that, I was I like, know. I was sorry? like, girl, I have been going to bat for you. I have. I've been she, going to bat for Jen. We both and now have I'm, been Jen. Like we like we like Jen. But when she had the nerve to say, how have you been my friend? I said, excuse me. I know. I'm done. I know. I was really irritated. I'm done. But I was really irritated with Jen. I was so I was, fucking yeah, mad. Yeah, beyond irritated. I was so disappointed. Oh, I was so upset. I really, I really went to bat for her, <laughs> and I don't like that. I, I was of, so upset. I'm glad. Okay, we haven't even talked about Jersey at all because I stopped. I had to stop covering Jersey. Like I couldn't emotionally handle it anymore. But when she said that, I like. The uh, the heat I felt because I am so impressed by Dolores's ability to stay true to how she feels, even when it's an entire room of people who disagree with her. Yeah. So when she went to Melissa's Shorehouse party, it was Margaret, Jackie and Melissa all saying that Jen was so bad for touching Melissa. Dolores was like, I'm sorry, but. When you're coming at me, you're charging at me. I'm a, I'm assuming you're about to get physical. And she stayed true to herself. Yeah. Then she went and she and she spoke to Jen. She was there for Jen to help guide her through what she's going through with this affair being brought back up. Jen, Jen is Teresa is in Jen's ear feeding like paranoid thinking. And that was clear at this reunion. I didn't like it. I I was like, okay, now I don't know who to turn to. I don't like anybody. I, don't I, like just, anybody I, I think I just just like I I was used to be a really big Teresa Stan. I can't no I can no longer be a Teresa Stan. It's just silly at this point. I agree. Um, I get like mad talking about Jersey. I'm just mad at all of them. I, I Margaret. Oh, I don't like any of them. Any of them. Not a one. I don't like any of that. Oh, no, that's a lie. I like Dolores. Dolores. Sorry, Dolores is different because she that's a damn lie. I like Dolores. Dolores is over here. Yeah, Dolores is in a separate category. Yeah, she Jen, is. Jen, I could like get on board with, even though she was controversial. Her first season, I was like, Jen, I don't like you. You're too much. But then she grew on me. She grew on me. And then I started to see Mar- Margaret being the snake that she is. Jackie, I've always been like, you're boring. What is your point? Melissa, we know how I feel about Melissa. Teresa, I respected for what she was, but Teresa just still like I couldn't. I was never a Teresa Stan, but I was like, she's the show. Well, I was a Teresa Stan uh, more, more so like when Melissa and Joe got on the show because I every like they went and like try to make her seem like she was like the only bad person in the whole like dynamic. And I didn't like that. You know, how I don't like. Don't try to be the, the the sole victim here. Like it's a it's a two way street. Oh, so you recognize that all the way back in the day? Oh, I did. I remember getting into really heated uh, text message exchanges with my cousin, and I felt like I was Dolores. Like where I was like, everyone was like so against Teresa, and I was like, guys, like. They just like got on this show. She's like, wouldn't you be upset too if you were on a show and your brother and sister-in-law that you don't have a good relationship comes on here behind your back and then you're at a 
your what you're just going you're going to your uh nephew's baby shower or whatever uh baptism thingy and then all of this ensues and then it's like it's a lot like she didn't want her family she never wanted her family on the show she didn't want to show that part of her life and they went behind her they all went behind her back and got on the show that would annoy me as well like they she did not sign up for the show for her extended family's drama to be on it like that is not what she signed up for so oh, so I you, was, knew, you knew back in the day, I, I was tricked by the way the show wanted me to be tricked. I mean, Teresa yeah, no, was, I was, I Teresa was, was being a nightmare, but the yeah. show, the show wanted us to side with Joe. Yeah, and, Melissa. and I did. And I saw through that shit. And I was like, that's awesome that you saw through. That's awesome. You saw through. That's that. why I do, I've never liked Melissa. I've never so liked skill, her. girl. That's skill that you were able to see it. Look, at and you. everyone was against me and t- telling me I was pretty much dumb. And I was like, I first of all, like, relax. I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, it's it was an unpopular side to be on because it they, was. Want, and they I, designed I, it so that we were against Teresa. And which I was is like, why she's still so like paranoid because she knows what it she knows how easy it is yeah. for them to turn on her. Yeah. So um yeah, no, I have that's why <sighs> it just sucks because like I really was on like I understand her some degree, but like some like it's just getting to a point where I just want her to take a break, too, because it's just not working anymore. Yeah, no, she's she's um, she's lost her her sense of of normal and needs to just sort of get away from filming. Yeah. And like exist in just human to human contact. Yeah. And see what happens. God, we got like we just accidentally covered like all of Jersey and we <sighs> in Southern Charm. Like, what the hell? You're that welcome. was awesome. You're welcome, everybody. Tangents are fun. Um, <laughs> and now and now. So that's it for Summer House. What a season. What I'm glad it's over. And I hope there's a, I hope that Kyle and Amanda get divorced. I hope my pre- <laughs> I hope my predictions come true with Amanda Page and Sierra Dynamic because it'd be interesting to watch also that dynamic in the house. Like you, so even glad. with Paige, even with Paige not there. Is Sierra will still be there and Sierra, I think, will bring that energy of like, mm, we don't talk to Amanda anymore like that. Yeah, I am so glad that we don't have to debate the Austin Sierra Lindsay dynamic anymore. I am so happy. And on one thing that I forgot, I will say really quickly and then close the Austin chapter for good is how mad do you think Paige and Sierra was when they saw that video? Mm. And how mad and what do you think? think Amanda got an earful from Paige and uh, Sierra that Kyle posted it. Oh, yeah. Amanda's like, don't worry. I'm already talking to Kyle. Oh, girl, we've already added to the tally of why we're not going to be friends with you. Like, Right. She's like, they're like, you better get Kyle to fall in line or it's over. You are already on probation, Amanda. Oh, God, Amanda lives in constant anxiety and she's like, damn it. I'm always on probation, getting off of probation and getting back on it. Like, damn it. <laughs> always. Um, all right, guys, follow Pia at Pia J V on TikTok and Instagram. And we will see you next time for Beverly Hills. Beverly Bye. Hills. Bye. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. If you wouldn't mind, could you do a little rate and review, maybe even subscribe, all of the above? If not, hey, I get it. No pressure. I'm also on Buy Me A Coffee. Buy Me A Coffee is a great way for content creators to get some monetary support from their followers. And it's just very easy. Buymeacoffee.com slash She Speaks Bravo. The link is also in my Instagram bio. And of course, if you're not already, please follow me on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok. Not going to lie. I just post the exact same stuff on both platforms. So no need to follow both. But um, love you guys. Mean it. And I'll see you next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.